Hello, um, everyone. This is Rodney Perry. You're uh, tuned into Blog Talk Radio. Um, I wanted to open the show today um, because I just got the word that I lost one of my my friends and my peers, Mr. James Hanna. I want to take some time and pay some respects to James Hanna, the James Hanna family, and um, all of my friends that are feeling the loss of a peer today. Uh, I had no idea how profoundly something like this would affect me. I mean, I've lost comedy compadres in the past, and you kind of move on. And um, But with this guy, a really special guy, man, I want to take some time out and give him some love. So, uh, James, uh, we will miss you, but I'm sure you're in a better place. Um, and over the next few weeks, we'll find out how we can um, send some help out to his family. Um, it's Roddy Perry. You tune in to Roddy Perry Live. Uh, the show is going to be incredible today. Uh, let's get up. Let's take it to the next level. Um, uh, yeah, James, I love you, brother. I know you're listening, and uh, it's all about the truth. Yeah. Incredible. So how are you going to make it better? 
All right. That's the question for the day. Y'all stay with us. When I come back, we're going to get into it with my guest. My guest for the day, Mr. Darren DeWitt Henson. Don't go anywhere. That's my dude, man. I like this guy. It's Rodney Perry. Stay tuned for Rodney Perry Live. If you're looking for the latest in comedy, news, and entertainment, the only place to go is the Humor Meal. Check out the website, humormealmag.com. Humor Meal, the only place for comedy, news, and entertainment. I see you, Frank. What did I do with my last five hours? Let's see. I was a dietitian, a housekeeper, a pediatrician. Yeah, that was a third degree boo-boo. A housekeeper, a sanitation engineer, a housekeeper. Good thing I have five-hour energy to keep me going. What will you do with your next five hours? Original recipe. Original recipe? Mm. Dad, I think you ate the bones. I did what? You ate the bones. I ate the bones? I ate the bones? I ate the bones? KFC Original Recipe, now available without the bone. Freshly prepared white or dark meat chicken, boneless and skinless. Get four delicious mouth-watering pieces in your next 10-piece mixed bucket for $14.99. Today tastes so good. Hey y'all, stay right there. We come back more Rodney Perry Live. What's up everybody around the world? Thanks for tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. Remember to follow Rodney on Twitter at Rodney Perry. And for all of your Rodney Perry updates, text Rodney Perry with no spaces to 41411. Again, to stay up to date, text Rodney Perry with no spaces to 41411. Hey, y'all, it's your boy Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. We are getting in, as we always do, on a Monday. Let me go, let me go, uh, let me see. Who's cute? Hello, you on, this is Rodney Perry. <laughs> this is Darren Hanson. What's up, my Oh, brother? snap. Wait a minute, I got to give you the proper introduction, ladies and gentlemen. You get to meet some great people in this game, and... And this guy that I got on the phone right now is one of those guys. I've seen him be none, nothing short of generous to people. Uh, as an actor, he's a generous guy. As a just a, a cool dude, and you don't want to battle him. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome <laughs> to the stage, Mr. Darren DeWitt Henson. Man, thanks for coming on, bro. Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be on your show. I'm proud of you, brother. And, you know, just coming off the high of the premiere in Hollywood, sold out in the meantime premiere the other day. It was awesome, man. You did an amazing job. Hey, hey you know you know what, Darren, man? Um, it, it, a lot of times you, you meet people, you know, you see people on television, and then you meet them up close and they kind of let you down. To, to, to meet you up close and to, you know, to be, to be on the set for a few weeks together, it was really, you're an impressive guy, man. And I've been a fan for a long time. Can we go back before we go talk about right now? Yes, sir. Take me, first of all, you, you're not only a, a great actor, uh, a great leading man, and and you know you know in a in an era where everybody looked to Denzel, but Denzel can't do it everything no more. So a, a great leading man, and also you you're a choreographer, 
a dancer, a motivational speaker. Uh, you, you you teach, you do workout seminars. Um, what 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 do you love? I, I feel like this big red and five heartbeat. What don't you do? No, um, <laughs> um, I really, honestly, I really love to grow, Rodney. I, I really mm. love watching people win. I really love watching people change and kind of, uh, you know, a rag-to-riches story or uh, uh, I didn't know I could do that story, and I did it. So what happens is I live my life, and I ask myself this question every day. I go, what would I do if I couldn't lose? What would I do? Wow. Wow. If I couldn't lose, what would I do? And I'll write that down, and then I'll start on it. I'll make a call on it. I'll write an email on it. And I'll get that emotion that day. If I can't lose, this is what I would do. Well, I haven't lost yet, so I'm going to apply myself like I can't lose. And most of the time when you do that, 99.9% of the time, you don't lose. You win. Man. That, and that's that, what that, I like doing. I like winning. That's, that's an awesome uh, uh, tenant to live by. What would I do if I couldn't lose? Uh, a friend of mine, um, uh, you know, he posed a similar question. He said, he said, Rodney, if you could ask God for anything and you knew he would give it to you by Tuesday, what would you ask him for? You know, and it's, so it's that same thing. If, if I knew I was going to win, what would I do? Man, you, you've been winning on so many levels for a long time. Um, let me talk to Darren Henson, the choreographer, because, I mean, to choreograph for the likes of NSYNC, a move that, whether you want to admit it or not, I did the bye-bye-bye move. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> so... To, what was that? What was that time in your life like? Because I think we as men, we get to live like several different lives, and you, you know, that was a different life than you're living now. So take take me back to what that life was like. Well, for me to be honest, you know, growing up in the Bronx, man, it was you. You had DJing, graffiti, rapping, uh, hip hop, dancing, you know, popping and locking, um, and. Uh, you know, it was it was a culture I grew up in the middle of. And either you hung out in the streets or you were going to school to get educated or you were dancing, right? And I chose mm-hmm. dancing. And that, for me, was a catalyst to move forward in life. You know, I'd love to read. So, for me, it was an opportunity to experience many different things through books, right? So, I took the experiences that I couldn't get growing up in the Bronx, and I experienced them just through books. And then when I wasn't doing that, I was dancing. So my dream was to always work with Michael Jackson growing up. That was my dream. When I say dream, I mean that literally. I used to dream about being, working, living with the Jacksons. I felt like I was a part of the family. That was my my reality dream. So I grew up with knowing that I was going to work with him. So that was my stepladder. You know, and in 1995, I got to work with Michael Jackson, but... After that, I think working with Michael honed my skills, and that's when I went on to choreograph for NSYNC, the Bye 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 dance, Britney Spears, You Drive Me Crazy, Jennifer Lopez's Love Don't Cost a Thing, Christina Aguilera's Genie in a Bottle, Deborah Cox, Nobody's Supposed to Be Here, Jagged Edges, Where's the Party At, Princess Faith Down, Spice Girls, George Michael. That was my drive. So what I basically did was I tied myself 
to my future, and I allowed it to pull me so I didn't have to push. You know, when we push sometimes, we get tired. So what I just did was I intentionally tied myself to what I wanted to be and what I wanted to see and where I wanted to be in the future. And that just pulled me forward. Okay, so you hitch yourself to your own future, and the a lot of people would have been satisfied with being the top choreographer in the world, but you weren't. I mean, you made you made the transition, you know, to creating what I remember being like a pioneer in the workout video world. You know, if, if I am I right on that? Because I, I think did you precursor Billy Blanks? No, this is what happened. You're talking about the Darren's Dance Grooves DVD. Yeah. Well, this is the inspiration from that. I had choreographed for everybody, worked with everybody I wanted to work with, and then in 1999 I was nominated for MTV Music Award with Jordan Knight's Give It To You video, and we lost to uh, Ricky Martin for Vida Loca. Well, I was frustrated, angry, upset. And I was like, man, I'm done with this. You know, I did everything I wanted to do. I'm not going to keep playing this game. I'm going to act now. I need a new challenge. I conquered this already. And then I booked Soul Food, the TV series. Now, for years, I was choreographing and dancing. I mean, you know, anybody that knows, I was doing a lot of of the pop culture work. And, but I needed a new challenge. I I love being challenged. That's the Taurus in me. I I like to be challenged. So I said, I'm going to do this acting thing. Well, I didn't really know anything about acting, and that was a new world for me. And I was, I had just walked away from dance and choreography to start this new challenge. And I thought, man, I'm leaving a lot of money on the table right now. And I love dancing. So what I did was Billy Blanks actually came on screen one day with his Tybo videos, and I was looking at TV, and I had that look on my face. You know, like when a dog hears something's at the door, he's like, hmm, and he looks sideways. <laughs> right, right, right. That's what I did. And I said, nobody has ever done this with dance. And then Darren's Dance Grooves was born. Wow. I sat down at my computer, and I wrote out a treatment, and I had already had the dance steps. So I just took the dance steps that I had created already, right, and right. I put them in a format for a DVD, and then Darren's Dance Grooves was born. Because I was going to be in Toronto for five years filming Soul Food. So right. I thought, man, there's a lot of people that I'm leaving right now. There's a lot of uh, dancers that need my help. There's a lot of people who want to learn how to dance. And I don't have the ability to do that anymore, go around teaching people, but I knew a DVD could. I knew a VHS at that time could. And so I did a deal for Darren's Dance Grooves, and we put it out, and it was the largest selling video in America for quite a few years. And it was in 2001, it was the largest Christmas gift. So I was thankful, and one of the things that I was thankful for was creativity and action. Because you can have the idea. The Bible says faith without works is dead. You can have the idea, but unless you put it into action, it doesn't mean anything. So... You know, I put out Darren's Dance Grooves, man, and at the same time, Soul Food became one of the biggest shows on television. So, basically, I just had quite a few really good years. <laughs> man, man, hasn't been a few good years, but I think what you what what's most powerful of what you said is is the creativity was there, and you had the 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 forethought of of recognizing your gift, 
you know, I mean, that's, that's just awesome to me to listen to, man. Um, uh, three million copies later. Um, that's right. Dance Dance Grooves is in everybody's house. I remember it vividly because the infomercial was dope. I remember like, yo, man, because anytime you see a black face on television, it's, you got to stop, you know, when, when you're a black That's person, right. you stop and you go, oh, man, this, oh, this dude is dope, you know. And so I remember that vividly. And then I, I, in my mind, Soulful was years after that, but I guess not. Yeah, it was interesting. I shot that video from shooting Soul Food. Wow. I shot that DVD the, my day off of Soul Food. So it just goes to show you when you plan to create something, you can get it done. All you got to do is schedule it. You know, it was it was a great time. Soul Food lasted for five years. Uh, and, you know, one of the things, and I want to shout this sister out and say this, because a lot of people are confused about when it happened. The very first feature film I did was a film called The Salon. And that mm-hmm. came, that happened during, while we were still working on Soul Food, and speaking of soul food, the original soul food magazine, Vivica Fox, is the one that said, come do with me and put me in the salon. Wow. The movie. Got and that it. was with Vivica Fox, Terrence Howard, Tim Whitley, Garrett Morris, um, yes. um, Monica Calhoun. It, it was amazing. That was my very first film. So so you did the salon, you had already booked Soul Food. Yep. You were working on Soul Food, but your first feature was the salon. In 2003, yep. Wow. I, I remember that time because I think Barbershop was already out, and it was, it was a push to do the lady version. That's right. And, and, and this movie hit first. That's right. I remember no, this movie came out first. That's right. The um the uh barbershop I think had already been out. And then um the salon, we shot the salon before Queen Latifah's beauty shop. Exactly. Um because Mark Brown wrote Barbershop. But it got tied up in litigation because of Beauty Shop and, and all of these other shops. But we shot the salon um before they shot you know, beauty shop. And it was just tied up in litigation like a lot of movies get. But uh, that was all during the time of Soul Food, which was a really expansive time for me. You know, Darren's Dance Cruise was out. I shot my very, very first feature film with, you know, a huge megastar like Vivica Fox. So a right. lot of stuff was going on for me between 2000 and 2005. Man, a great few years. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Rodney Perry. You tune in to Rodney Perry Live. We're talking to Mr. Darren Henson. You can go to his website. That's DarrenHenson.com. That's D-A-R-R-I-N-H-E-N-S-O-N.com. Check him out on Facebook. That's Darren DeWitt Henson. And on Twitter, he's at Mr. D. Hen. And he's an Instagrammer, too. He puts up pictures, man. I love this cat. He's Darren Henson on Instagram. Um, man, um, since... Uh, making your 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 debut in the salon and your work on Soul Food. Um, first of all, Soul Food was such an iconic character. You bridged your character specifically as a male had probably the most levels on the show for me because 
you was the guy from the hood, but at the same time, you was making that transition. What was the feedback that you got on the streets as you walked around about Lim? Man, I got love in every hood you could think about. That was the great part, playing that character. I could go anywhere in America and outside of America, and if you were uh, in a situation where you feel like you weren't getting your just due uh, or, you know, um, society wasn't treating, uh, you know, the the culture right, African-American culture um, wasn't being held up to the standard that it could be, if you felt that, you know, you came from the hood or you grew up in the inner city, man, everybody embraced Lem, everybody, because they understood his fight. They understood his plight. They understood care myself and my family. I'm going to do whatever I got to do. So I got love in the streets, and that was wonderful to me because it was easy to get love from the, from the Hollywood audience. It was easy to get love from the intellectuals, the writers. It was easy to get love from the women. But to have the brothers come up to me and go, yo, son, you know, you playing me, or or that was a cat yeah. I grew up with, or you know what I'm saying, like like you speak for me. You know what I'm saying. I was locked down, and I came out, and I changed, and took care of my family. So that was love that we was able to watch you, and you represented me. Man, I was so thankful, and I was so happy because it didn't speak about somebody that chose to lose. It didn't speak about somebody who chose the wrong path. This is a brother who was doing what he had to do within his environment, but he chose to grow out of it, you know, kind of like a, a, a rose that grew from concrete. Mm. So wow. it, it was powerful and empowering. Uh, absolutely, man. empowered hey, me. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney. We're talking to Darren DeWitt Henson. We're going to take a break. When I come back, I'm going to apologize. That's right. Rodney Perry is apologizing to Darren Henson. I'll tell y'all about it when I come back. Darren, you, I, you just just please accept this apology. Hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. Y'all stay right there. We'll <laughs> be right back. I got to apologize, man. And, and, and it looks, this is what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to play the trailer for the new movie. It's called Black Coffee. Y'all check this out. That's right. Peter, what's going on? Nate called. He said you were fired from your job. What's with the boxes? Oh, I'm moving out. But there's no way you're able to afford to take care of me, babe. I lost my job and my girlfriend within two hours. When she comes to get all this, you know what you do? Burn everything like they do in a music video. Got us around here waiting to exhale. It's time to inhale, man. Inhale. Exhale. I'll get the lighter fluid. Let's go. Thank you. My pleasure. Hey, man, who's that sister that just walked out? Don't get yourself in trouble, bro. Man, she was beautiful. Since you're recently unemployed, help me distribute some of this coffee. Can I help you? Julian sent me to give this to you. You must be Robert. I'm guilty. <laughs> you look familiar. Have you ever been to Duke's bookstore? Yes, my name is Morgan. Why is it that she want to ask me on a date? When I saw you in the bookstore, sparks flew. I mean, the 4th of July kind of sparks. You are dangerous, Robert. What about you? We got divorced three years ago, and they've been trying to work things out. So you don't love him? It's complicated. I'd like to cook for you. I don't go to guys' houses on the first date. I don't know, you're not a serial killer. Because I'm black. <laughs> Man, I could hide underneath the bed and watch the springs go up and down. No, we could not. You gotta go. 
You better be careful with that. You might find yourself stranded here tonight. Are you okay? Marriage is beautiful. I look forward to being married one day. What kind of man are you? I mean, you men, you like to play your games. Women hate that. We want to send you guys on a blind date. Actually, I'm here to meet somebody. Okay, look behind her. Look down. Not so bad, right? Who is this woman and why is she at my man's house? You gotta go. You've been bolted off the show. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Wait. Let's give me get your bag. Here we go. Let's toast to us, us beautiful, black, successful people. Why are you interested in me? Because I'd be a fool not to be. One big, one big, one big, one big, one big, one big. Every morning is the same. We say hi to Mrs. Williams. We let everybody and their mama merge. And the one bright spot? McDonald's. Where we get one of those sweet and creamy iced coffees. Enjoy. Thank you. Caramel. Every day. Hazelnut. McCafe iced coffee. Vanilla, hazelnut, or caramel. The choice is yours. Tomorrow, we're going for a frappe. Who are you? The simple joy of surprising yourself. Hey, y'all, it's Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. As I said before we took the break, and shout-out to Black Coffee. We will be talking about Black Coffee in a minute. But I need to apologize to Mr. Darren Henson. I've had the opportunity to share the screen with this guy, and I don't know if I got a chance to apologize. I saw a movie, Darren, called The Express. And when I saw this movie, I said... There's no way that's his body. There's no way they took and electronically put this man's head on this on Jim Brown's old body. And, and, and then I saw you face to face. And I was like, yo. <laughs> you know, Darren put the work in, son. <laughs> a lot of people saw that film and didn't know that that was me playing Jim Brown in the movie. People, I heard people talking about it, standing around talking. He said, man, that movie was incredible, man. You know, about Ernie Davis, first black man to ever win a Heisman Trophy, and didn't know that was me playing Jim Brown. So all those people wow. who are listening, go rent The Express. Go get The Express and watch it. Yes, that's me playing Jim Brown. Dude, an amazing performance. You, you played it, and again, physically, dude, you had to put on what, 40, 50 pounds? I put on 40 pounds of muscle to play gym. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. 40 pounds. Over and a, that's not 40 pounds of Big Macs. That's 40 pounds of going to that gym and going to get it. That's right. They they got me the same trainer they got Will Smith for Ali. So uh, he already knew how to, how to do it, and that was my first time doing something like that. So it was it a... Was, uh, it was difficult, but as actors, that's what we do. We change for our characters. It's not about us anymore. We develop ourselves and our bodies and our minds to play who it is that we're playing. That's the job. So, yeah, the Express, everybody, check that out. Man, man you do it on so many levels, man, whether it's comedy or drama. I mean, you, you really pull off a lot on the screen. Uh, I got a chance to work with you uh, in, in the film in the meantime, uh, which was, you know, a pleasure to watch you rock and work on set, and you murdered that. Now uh, you, you, you already got Tekken in the can, 
And let's talk about uh, this movie, Black Coffee, man. Uh, Black Coffee is is a really uh, uh, interesting story, man. Tell me about it. Black Coffee. It's uh, directed and written by Mark Harris, and uh, it's a story about uh, this brother, Robert, who meets this woman, Morgan, uh, over uh, a how, – how should I say this? It was – it was really an accident. He gets fired from his job. Now, the funny thing is, is that his job that he works at was owned, the company was owned by his father. So you would think my character is next in line to take over. He didn't want the responsibility right. of running the business. So he winds up getting himself fired, okay, uh, <laughs> you know, at the job from, from the man who took over. And he, he now needs a job. And his cousin, played by Christian Keyes, uh, is a he sells coffee, but he sells it in front of his apartment building, and he distributes <laughs> to this. He distributes to this woman who's an attorney, um, who play who's played by Gabrielle Dennis, wonderful, wonderful, beautiful actress. Yeah. And I meet her. Teaches me a series of things, and and one of the things is is responsibility, taking on responsibility and working for what I want. And I teach her how to love again. Uh, you know, it's a really charismatic, fun, beautiful film. Lamont Rucker is also starring in it, who actually plays her ex-husband, um, Erica, um, uh, Erica, Erica Hubbard, Hubbard. Yeah, yeah, from uh, Lincoln Heights, uh, who I, I worked with before on Lincoln Heights, um, uh, stars in the film. She plays my, my ex-girlfriend in the film. It's just really wonderful. It's a funny uh, uh, dramedy that... Uh, was just really a labor of love for me, man. Man, you 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 seem to to just work, man. I mean, is, is that your philosophy uh, as an actor? Uh, I mean, I I see you know, like I might run into you in a red carpet and you got a haircut. I'd be like, oh, he on something else. He doing something new, you know. Yeah, you know, so, the few people who saw me on Being Mary Jane a couple of weeks ago and I had a full beard. Um, that's what I do. I just I just change for for each character. I, I change for the role. It's not about Darren anymore. And to me, it's like the universe. It seems that the world is standing still, but really the the, the earth is rotating at such a fast speed, right? So I think about it that way. Once we stay busy and we stay creative, things happen. But if you sit still, you stand still, nothing's going to happen. You're not generating anything. So to me, there are no small jobs. You know, I may be on Being Mary Jane, uh, playing an attorney, but not, uh, you know, a lead on the show. But when you see that work, that may spawn something. We have a saying in Hollywood, your last job is your next audition. Wow. Well so, said. Yeah, your last job is your next audition. So you always want to be truthful in the role and you want to be impactful because that's what makes the difference. Your job is to send people on an emotional roller coaster, and that's what I try to do in every role. Man, man, you're doing that on so many levels. What's next, Darren, man? I mean, you've conquered so many different avenues, whether it be, you know, dancing or choreography or, you know, acting or, you know, you know, creating the videos. I mean, can we look for Darren Henson, the director, you know, or Darren Henson, the producer? I mean, what, what, what's next? Absolutely. That? Well, to, to be very honest, uh, you know, there's no, no time like the present tonight. I have another premiere at the Pan-African Film Festival, a movie that I produced and I'm starring in called Four of Hearts. It's tonight. Oh, nice. Big movie premiere. Big movie premiere tonight. Um, and this movie was written by Eric Hayward 
and directed by Eric Haywood, and I produced it with him. It also stars Nadine Ellis, uh, wonderful, wonderful actress. I love her. Um, and I just I just, uh, just worked with her uh, a couple of weeks back. Yeah. Yeah, Nadine's wonderful. And the movie premieres in Hollywood tonight at the Pan-African Film Festival. So please, everybody, go to YouTube. This movie will make your jaw drop. Um, it's about couple swapping and the responsibility of couple swapping. Um, and it's about how in life sometimes we do things without knowing what the consequences of it are. Powerful, powerful film. Check it out. Four parts. Go on YouTube. Check it out right now. So, um, wow. And I, I uh, directed a film called The Hotel, which is a big dance film. We were looking for you, Rodney, but, you know, you were always busy filming something, <laughs> hosting something, so we couldn't get you in the movie, man. But, you know, we wanted a brother that could get down because we've we seen you get down before. You got skills. You got dance skills. But uh, we had to go and shoot the movie without you, man, because you were busy and we couldn't get you. And, uh, you know, but we, we'll get you on the next one. So Put everybody check out what I'm in. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? We need you, Rodney. We need you, man. Um, but that's, that's called The Hotel, and that, that is on YouTube. But everything that we're talking about right now, if anybody is interested in checking out the latest work that's going to be coming out in 2014, the posters, the trailers, the synopsis are all on DarrenHenson.com. Man, I, I can't thank you enough for coming on. And I, I, I'll close out with this. I know not only um, are you Darren Henson, the actor, Darren Henson, the choreographer, but you're also Darren Henson, the mentor. You know, uh, you had a young young man that you had brought on set just to show him what it was like. And I was really impressed by that, man. Um, speak to mentorship and, and how you take these young cats under your wing, man. Well, it's really important to pay it forward. A lot of us are, you know, we want things in life, but we're not willing to give it. People to help us, but we may not be helping people because we feel we want somebody to help us. What I've learned is when you want something, you give it first. And uh, you're talking about the brother Mark Keith Coleman, who, mm -hmm. you know, I decided to, to, to mentor. And uh, I'm a part of a scholarship fund called the M.A. Lee Scholarship Fund. Uh, and Dr. Maurice A. Lee, he started this fund to raise uh, awareness and, and money to send people to college every year. And I became the national spokesperson for the M.A. Lee Scholarship Fund. So it's really something to me that's important that we assist, we help, and we create mentorship programs or big brother programs or big sister programs to help, you know, each one teach one. And it was important. He loves acting, wanted to be an actor, and, and nothing better than to actually be on set and watching people who are skilled do it. And right now, to be honest, he actually is on set shooting a movie. See, wow. so you never know what inspiration could do for someone else. So be a blessing Good to stuff. someone else. Be a blessing, man. Uh, great way to end the interview. Uh, Darren, man, uh, thank you. I can't thank you enough, man, and continued success to you and yours. And um, uh, are, are you cruising this year? Yes, I will be on the Tom Joyner Cruise Fantastic Voyage. I'll be on there with my DVD, Get Fit and Stay Fit, working everybody out. And I'll have my book on the, uh, on the cruise as well. So um, just, just come check me out. My new book is called Ain't That the Truth, Inviting, Acknowledging Truth into Your Life. You can check it out on my website. But I will be on the Fantastic Voyage getting down. And Rodney, I want you there yeah. next with me, man. I want you right next to me. We're going to make that happen. 
Hey, you know what? Done deal. I'm bringing my workout clothes. I'm working out. I promise you, Darren, I'm giving this to you right now. I will work out at least one of those days. <laughs> I promise you. I'm going to bring you right up there with me. We're going to make it happen. Okay. I love you, my brother. I want yeah. to thank all your fans for listening. I love everybody. Stay tuned because there's going to be a whole lot more coming from Rodney in 2014. Wow. Hey, man, God bless, man. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You tune in to Rodney Perry Live. That's my man, Darren DeWitt Henson. Uh, go to the website, just like he said. <clears throat> it's DarrenHenson.com. Of course, on Facebook, you can check him out, Darren DeWitt Henson um, and Mr. D. Hen on Twitter. Hit him up right now. Tell him you heard him on the show. He's a good dude, man. I'm telling you. Uh, there's a lot of people in this game that are whack, and he is the least whack human being on the planet. All right, with that, uh, we will keep the show moving, man. This show today is dedicated to the memory of my man, comedian, compadre, Mr. James Hanna. It's all about the truth. It's the one that he, he mentioned that. It's all about truth and truth pace. Uh, shouts out to the Hanna family, man. Uh, we, we love this man. We miss him. Uh, my next guest We'll be coming on shortly. Y'all stay right there. Oh, good Lord, I'm belching. Y'all stay right there. This is Rodney Perry. You tune to the Rodney Perry Live. Yeah, man. What did I do with my last five hours? Let's see. I was a dietitian, a housekeeper, a pediatrician. Yeah, that was a third degree boo-boo. A housekeeper, a sanitation engineer, a housekeeper, Good thing I have five-hour energy to keep me going. What will you do with your next five hours? Fourth down, coach. What do we do? I'll tell you what we do. I want you to go on the field. Look for anyone with an O. Let's kill them! With kindness. Jimmy, I want you to make balloon animals. Tyler, make little tea cozy. Something fun. Are you okay? Ha, ha, ha! We will win this for Mother Russia! Coach, you just Snickers. Why is that, Chief? You get a little loopy when you're hungry. Better? Better. Now let's go work! Yeah! Go get him, guys! You're not you when you're hungry. Snickers satisfies. Hey, y'all, it's your boy Rodney Perry. You're tuned into Rodney Perry Live. It's time to bring on another one of my friends, man. The great thing about having this show is I really only talk to people that I want to talk to. You understand? Um, I, I got a chance to meet this young lady, uh, of course, in and around Atlanta. But now we're working together on a film called Rabbitus. But you know her from Keisha Cole fame. That's right, Keisha Cole, the way it is. Uh, where she was, you know, Keisha's right-hand woman, and uh, but she's an actor, and she's cool as hell. Without any further ado, welcome Miss Ronique Marshall. What's up, Ronique? What's up, my main man, Rodney Terry? How are you today? Man, it's, it's all good, man. I got a chance to work with you in some scenes in the movie Rabbitus, and I'm glad we finally got you on the show. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm staying busy. I got a lot of things going on. I had a great time with you on the set as well. Behind the scenes as well, you is just off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely had a good time. Um, talk to me about, uh, take me back to Oakland. You know, because the, the Bay Area is my comedy stomping grounds. You know, I, I that's one of, you know, myself, uh, Lunell, the bad girl of comedy, Cat Williams, Daniel Dugard. We were all, you know, in Oakland. So Oakland holds a, a, a place in my heart. What is Oakland to you and your journey? 
Oakland has made me who I am today. Oakland has a lot of history. The Black Panthers started from there. It's a lot of history, a lot of people who come from Oakland that a lot of people really don't know about. We don't get a lot of recognition that we are supposed to. And there's a lot of artists who have been out in the business and in this industry have changed lives and been a blessing to others that others do not know about. But Oakland made me the woman who I am today and a team that I rock with as well as my family, who we are strong black women and independent leaders and, and taking us to another journey. So Oakland is always be my home, and I will always represent Oakland. I have a nonprofit that I'm getting ready to open up and start in Oakland called the Away Foundation, and it's going to be about young girls who are prostituting from ages 12 on years old on up, wow. and we're going to take them under our wing, and I'm going to talk to them and share testimony stories that I've been through as a teenager, as far as a um, teenage mom and being married at 18 and being abused uh, mentally and physically. There's a lot of things and issues I'm going to touch on as well as in my book that should be coming out this year as well. You know, so I do motivational speaking to a lot of at-risk youth around the country at churches and um, community centers and um, different events, you know, that they may book me for. And a lot of people always tell me, you know, this is this is my job, this is my this is what God put me on this planet to do and that would be a blessing to others and share what I've been through, my testimony and encourage them that they can be successful too and come out of same, out of the same situations that I've been through and right. and make it to the top no matter what lifestyle you've been brought up in, household or whatever the situation was. Wow man. it's great it's great to hear your story. You're an author you're a, you're a motivational speaker. You're an actress. I mean, you like Darren Henson. You do it all. Um, tell me this. How did got, you and uh, Keisha Cole connect? Um, we went to high school together, and also um, her first love was my cousin. So that's how we kind of connected. Oh, that yeah, yeah, and so so, but but I mean that's 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 a connection. But I I got people I went to high school with. I didn't put them on TV with me. I mean, y'all had to be real close. Well, yeah, there was a situation going on um, between her and my cousin, and um, basically. Her, you know, she was going through a play, a time in an area where she was going through situations where she had living arrangements not in order, and she needed a place to stay. And I seen how she was being treated, and I seen a lot of the struggle that was going on. And I see she was fighting for her career at the time, and I took her in as a little sister under my wing, and she came to live with me and my mom home, and we became best friends. I love her like a sister to this day, and she never forgot that. And when she made it to the industry. The only thing I told her, all I want to do is act, and she put me and took me to a whole different level. Now I'm starting my own management company with my team and my family, as well as my own record label company as well, and we branching out there. And, you know, God has blessed me to take everything I learned, rocking with my sister in this business, to become a CEO and a leader. And, and I give all thanks to my Heavenly Father, nobody but Jesus. Nobody but Jesus. Um, Absolutely. Take, take me back to the the, the seven, seven year old second grader that 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 started performing, you know, with the drill team. You know what I'm saying? Well, take me back there. I, 
Absolutely. Um, when I am um, seven years old, um, my mom was on drugs at the time, and, um, she, you know, a lot of drug dealers used to come in and out of our household. So I was very smart academically-wise, and I didn't get the attention that I needed at the household, and I didn't like going home, so I always stayed after school, and I joined after-school programs on my own because I wasn't getting the support and, and, and the wow. guidance that I needed in my household. So I joined Drill Team, and I got into performing arts at seven years old, and then and when that was over, you know, um, I joined African dancing, going back into my culture, into my history, and we would travel to different schools and we would compete, and we actually won second place throughout the whole Oakland School District from our drill team steps. And wow. that just opened up a huge light in my brain and realized that people was rooting for me. I had the stage performance already in my bosom in the presence and I went out there and I gave them what I got and inside me as a performer, as an artist. And that what brought me into the business to say, I'm going to follow my heart desire. And that is to be on stage and pursue my acting career. And from eight years old on up, I just asked God to, I started getting on my knees, and I asked God when my auntie introduced me to him at eight years old at Axel Gospel Church in Oakland, California, to make me an actress and help me to change other young girls' lives who've been through the similarity, similarity things that I've been through. Wow, man. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. You're listening to the voice of Miss Ronique Marshall. You can check her out on Instagram, Ronique underscore Marshall, or you can go to her Facebook page, uh, Ronique Marshall. Ronique Marshall. Uh, yeah, man. So, Ronique, man, it, it's really interesting to hear your story because, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of us have went through similar things, but when you're going through it, you feel like you're on an island. You feel like you're the only person that has a mother on drugs. You feel like you're the only person that that may feel neglected. Uh, I just did an event this past weekend, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and, and it was about spousal abuse and uh, at, at New Mercy's Church. Um, what was it in you that allowed you to have the 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 forethought to even? you know, start to get involved in school as a means of kind of getting away from that life? Basically, I, I will always be the, uh, academically an A, straight-A student. I never missed no days. I kept, I always kept awards, I always been on the honor roll, and I always had the goal to go to college, and that's something I did when I left Atlanta back in 2009 to go back to college to learn performing arts, all my acting principal abilities, production skills. So when I step back in this game as a leader and as a CEO, I will have everything that I need and have my books and my education behind my background to know, let people know that I know exactly what I'm doing and I'm book smart and I always love to read. I'm a reader. Uh, man, I mean, you know, it's so impressed. I remember you because this is one of my favorite little, the preacher's kid. Oh, yeah. You know, with, with Latoya <laughs> Luckett and Robert Duvall, Bill Murray, man, you, you did a great job in that movie, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. So what's coming up next, man? What's down the pipe for you? 
Oh, wow, there's so much in store right now. It's a lot of products. Uh, pro, um, basically, it's a lot of projects that I'm working on with my team right now that we're getting ready to produce and just come out with a big bang that I can't talk about. You know that disclosure agreement sort of thing. Right, you know, right, right, right. Goes. But I need everybody to look out for us, follow us, and most definitely before I hit the screen again, I'll make sure I'll be back on your radio station promoting it. I'll be able to announce every single thing and everybody on my team as well will be getting interviewed too. And um, I'll let you know when the time comes. But it will be this summer, so everybody look out for us. Just think about the team from the way it is. It's the Frankie and Nephew Show. We're back. Right. Full in effect. Wow. Okay. 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 I can't. I cannot. I cannot wait for that, man. You got. You got. You got so much great stuff going on. We talked to Darren about uh, mentorship, and um, what what type of what do you think of of uh, of, of mentorship in general, and and really paying it forward, man? How do you pay it forward? I pay it for number one through my motivational speaking. I tell true stories and I encourage kids to not. I, I know there's a lot of kids out there who've been some through some of the similarity things that I've been through as a child. And being a mentor, you have to actually experience those things and share those testimonies so these kids could know that you actually been through those situations and you came up out of those situations. And you have to share the struggle with them and as, as well as how you made it through those situations and what's keeping you making it through today. It's called being a role model and a leader. You have to lead by example, and you've got to continuously repeat and put it into these children's heads because we – are role models. Every artist that's on television are role models, and I think a lot of more artists need to get involved in the mentorship and tell their stories and not be ashamed. Wow. Wow. I, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. You, you're doing it on so many levels. Uh, I can't thank you enough for coming on. We we uh, we appreciate you, Miss Ronique. And um, where, where can people find you? Do you have a website? Because we didn't, we didn't find it. No, it's being built at this point right now. Nice. Not yet, but before, like I said, everything come together and hit, everything will be up, and everybody have access to me in all areas. So right now, social media is where I'm at. Reach me anytime. Um, my email, ronikmarshall at gmail.com. You know, for those who want to connect and collaborate on any type of business association that they want to be, you know, involved in, just let me know. I'm here. Hey, hey, not a problem, sis. And we'll definitely be in touch again. She's at Ronique underscore Marshall on uh, Instagram, and she's at on Facebook. It's Ronique Marshall. And man, just, just, I, man, I, man, I really can't thank you enough, man. I'm, I'm impressed. I was impressed to share the screen with you, and uh, I'm impressed again to chat with you. So, thank you so much for coming on today, sis. Absolutely, my brother. Thank you for having me and call me up so we can talk and chop it up about some different things and um, talk about some different things, you know, that we can collaborate yeah. on. I appreciate you having me on my show, your show, actually, to promote all my stuff and all my different things. And uh, most definitely, we'll hook up. Hey, when is your birthday? July 17th. <laughs> okay. Okay. I want to make sure we see you a little something this year. Oh, that is so sweet. Thank you. 
Pisces. Well, hey, again, thanks for coming on. Hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. That was my girl, Ronique Marshall. She popped into the show today, did her thing. Y'all stay right there. We'll be right back. Hi. You are not going to believe this. I bought Pepsi Next. What's Pepsi Next? It's the new cola from Pepsi. It's got real cola taste, but 60% less sugar. Real cola taste. 60% less sugar? Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> but this is the most impressive mm. thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. Oh, definitely. Oh. <laughs> I've never had anything like it. Oh, my parents are going to... Yeah, they're going to be so proud. Introducing Pepsi Next. Drink it to believe it. Are you getting this, honey? Going viral. And I would do anything for love. Oh, I would do anything for love. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that or that or this. Ah, no, not this. Definitely not this. It hurts, but I gotta like it. Hey, y'all, it's your boy Roddy Perry. You tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. I wanted to um, definitely return uh, and and chat with you guys, uh, my audience, please. The phone lines are open, 718-305-6383. We made it through this show today. Thank you to Darren Henson, um, and um, thank you to my girl, Ronique Marshall, for uh, coming on as well. And, um, man, this was a tough one for me. Um, You know, we had some great conversation. I think Darren gave us some jewels of wisdom. and and Ronique as well, but man, um, losing James Hanna. Uh, if you don't know who he is, please uh, Google this young man. Uh, he he's a, a a great stand-up comic. He relocated to Dallas a few years back, and um, and uh, he's he's just just a good dude, man. On on so many levels. Um, I was talking to a friend the other day about losses of uh, having those those losses, right? And you know, we as as human beings, you know, when you lose somebody, uh, there's a sense of the hurt and the pain, but that's really selfish on some level because if you believe what we believe then that person that's passed on has passed to a better place. So, um, James, congratulations. Um, I'm sure you'll be, you know, getting to go up next to the likes of Red Fox and Richard Pryor, uh, you know, on that heavenly stage. Um, my my worry at this point is with um, his family. I mean, you know, when you – when you leave this plane, you know, you leave people behind. And so that's my concern. So if you're a comedian and you're listening, uh, let's figure out what we can do to help uh, James Hanna and the Hanna family to, uh, to you know, to deal with and cope with this, this situation because, you know, to lose uh, a man like that has to be devastating to a family. Um, I want to say... I want to say this to um, to all my friends. Let's take care of ourselves. Uh, you know, uh, I'm fat right now, 
and um, well, we have to we have to take care of ourselves. And you know, if, if you live the comedy life, you're probably not taking care of yourself. We're out late, we're up late, we're smoking, we're drinking, and um, we just don't know when you know that day is going to come for us. And um, our bigger purpose as comedians is to lighten the collective burden. And it's very difficult to lighten that burden when you're no longer here. So um, I had no idea that the loss of this young man would affect me the way it's affected me. But um, I, I do want to say this. Uh, thank you to James Hanna, to his wife, to his children, um, for for giving, a, giving him to us for this time. And uh, he, he's a good cat. And uh, I know he's somewhere doing something special. Y'all stay, t- y'all stay right there. It's Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. Fourth down, Coach. What do we do? I'll tell you what we do. I want you to go on the field. Look for anyone with an O. Let's kill them. With kindness. Jimmy, I want you to make balloon animals. Tyler, make little tea cozy. Something fun. Are you okay? <laughs> we will win this for Mother Russia. Coach, eat a Snickers. Why is that, Chief? You get a little loopy when you're hungry. Better. Better. Go get him, guys. You're not you when you're hungry. Snickers satisfies. Uh, All right, all right, all right. Rodney Perry. The name of the show is Rodney Perry Live. And you can give us a call and let us know what you think. Direct feedback, direct contact. This is my number. Give me a call. 404-941-6456. 404-941-6456. Shoot me a text. Say what you want to say. Let Rodney Perry know. You never know. I might take your comment and put it on the air. That's the type of brother you're dealing with. Give us a call. 404-941-6456. The Rodney Perry Hotline. Hi. You are not going to believe this. I bought Pepsi Next. What's Pepsi Next? It's the new cola from Pepsi. It's got real cola taste, but 60% less sugar. Real cola taste. 60% less sugar? Mmm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I know. It's unbelievable. Yeah. But this is the most impressive mm. thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. Oh, definitely. Oh. <laughs> I've never had anything like it. My parents are going to Yeah, they're going to be so proud. Introducing Pepsi Next. Drink it to believe it. Are you getting this, honey? It's going viral. Hey, uh... It's your boy Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. Um, it's been, again, an incredible show today, and um, I did want to – Matt, you might need to extend me out a little bit. No, maybe not. Maybe not. Um, I want to send a shout-out once again to my friend James Hunter. God bless you, man. We miss you. See, sons and daughters are different. Sons are low maintenance. You only got to do three things right to raise a boy in America. Three things. Praise them when they do good. Put a foot in their ass so they fuck up and feed them every day. That's it. That's all you got to do. <laughs> Daughters, y'all are hard on the daddy, boy. Y'all are rough. First of all, you got to watch everything you do. You got to watch everything you say. You can't lie to her. You can't break a promise. And she's got to see that you love and respect her mama with her own eyes. Because if you fuck all that up, 20 years later, your baby girl going to be in a rap video getting champagne poured down her ass crack. That ain't my wife's fault. That ain't the white man's fault. If my daughter's a hoe, that shit is my fault. All right, y'all. Have a good day. God bless James. Be good.